0: this insert is brought to you by radio k pulpit 7 to 9 a.m please visit kpulpit.co.za hello family and friends i'm renette marburg ready to meet with you on my program rise on this program we have honest and truthful conversations around family challenges relevant to you rise On Radio K Pulpit 729 AM. Finding God's truth for a way forward together. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you. Thank you for joining me this afternoon on my program called Rise on 729 AM, and we are so blessed to be on this side with this, with this uh, spring and um, on my program you know we always discuss family issues and a program where we give hope and guidance and wisdom and knowledge when real life happens and today we've got a wonderful guest on our program today and his name is Ralph Harrycomb and we are going to just share with him and hear what how it doesn't matter how we start in life it is how we and at the end of the day and the journey that God has got planned and purposed for us from the start. So he's going to be sharing his journey through life and what he's actually done with the changes. And it's never too late to make a change in your life. So we are going to put him on the line just now. Um, as you know, we are uh, doing our, uh, our interviews online. So I will get him on the line in the meantime. But we are going to listen to Micah Tyler. Even then. Good afternoon, family and friends, and thank you for joining me, Renette Marburg, on 7 to 9 a.m. And we have got a lovely, interesting um, guest on our line today, and we are going to welcome uh, Ralph Harrycomb. Welcome, Ralph.
1: Hey, welcome.
0: Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. Um, we are so privileged to have you on our radio, on my program today um, as we mentioned in your introduction is that you know it 's never too late to change. so we yeah. just want to um, really uh, commend you on uh, the journey that you 've taken, so maybe just ask you what was your life as a child like um, and what was the journey that you and your family took and where did the change happen so if you can give us a little bit of your uh, give us your testimony and just tell us where it all started and where are, where you are right now it'll be wonderful to hear
2: yes uh i'm ra Vericom. i'm sixty two years old i'm a, i'm a male i 'm south african citizen uh you know i was uh, about three years old when my when my mother passed away and uh we did, we did grow up in a place called Sunnyside near uh, Belgravia. and as for me as a childhood, i never ever received a mother love after that so uh I went to school, and my dad uh, s- uh, supported me until uh, he found a other other a-, a woman and he married her and then she she helped him uh, let us grow up and uh say about uh when I was six or seven years old, our house burned down in Sunnyside. And that is the time when we had to move to Athlone. We were staying in Etlon in Grasmus Street. And uh, I went to school there. And I make it. So, uh, so Senate 3 on school.
0: Uh, can I maybe just so, ask uh, Ralph? There's a lot of noise in the background. Could you possibly just ask them not to to move around so much. I know it's difficult when we are interviewing on the phone.
2: Okay. Okay. So, so I, so I went to, uh, to school on standard 3 and uh, I was dismissed on school because I had to help my, uh, my stepmother to go to work. Yes. And after that, it was uh, about uh, two or three years after that. My life just changed around when I came in Etron because I had to meet with new friends, friends that was in gangsterism and everything like that. Now, now, when I was working, they all, they all come to my place and then Fridays and Saturdays, we went out, we go dance and drink and everything and that is where my life was changing. So... Uh, a few years after that, I found myself on, 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 on They call it to Tukai, Porter Beatering School, where I was sentenced to two years from the magistrate court to go put my two years there because I was a very, very, very bad child. I, I, I didn't have respect for people. And uh, for that two years, I went on, on Porter Beatering School I was released after 23 months. In the 24th month, I was released. And when I went home, I did go stay in Claremont because I had met some other friends also on on this school where the boys was. And I went to Claremont and stayed there with with some friends. And there is that way white people and brown people was mixed. And there was no other way. That was also in the, in the apartheid time And there was no other way So I had to go and, and, and break in houses for me for a living And do stuff And that is where I was sentenced The first sentence I, I did get was five years for housebreaking And that is where I went to prison And in prison I came And I joined a gang there sure. They call it the 28th twenty eight The twenty eight Yes the so I so so I joined them and wow it was just oh I cannot explain you what we do in prison, you know. I was just once uh after that five years I I come out, I go back another three years. So all my sentences together was thirty three years and nine wow, months.
0: Oh that is a long time.
2: So 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 that were also broke uh broken service like five years, three years, six yes. years Two years and so, but what I want to uh, tell the listeners is, in prison, when I when I came back in prison, so me and my friends, as as they call them now, it's a, it's prison prison uh, uh, gangs. So I didn't know about that They calling us prison gangs because we were rich at that time. If something is wrong in prison, and the orders don't respect us, then we show them that they will respect us so that is how I landed up in a murder in a prison murder sure. and i was the, I was the youngest of the five that was accused of this murder of this murder mm. and the time we we went to to to, uh, to the High Court in Cape Town to uh, get the final uh, uh, decision of the judge so my friends told me the other four told me you are too young you cannot go with us to the death row you've got to plead not guilty and that is where they just encouraged me what I must do so I plead not guilty and, and the judge just gave me 12 years and the other four went to death row so I came back in that 12 years and I was doing my sentence and after that I went out and I came back again to prison. And so when I came back, I met some other friends also. And from Claremont, I went to Anova Park. And there is where the thing was started. There I was meeting up with uh, gangs that were just talking to me about killing and just robbing and stuff like that. Yes. But, yeah, but I can just, just thank God for... Uh, for the time we, when we come over from Anoval Park to Mannenberg, And there, there I stay in Mannenberg for now oh, nearly uh, 36 years now. Wow. So so when we come in Mannenberg, I meet other friends, but some of my friends of, of Anoval Park also come with me over to Mannenberg because we was wanted there by the gangs and by the police. And I think it was about two or three nights when we were staying in, in Menenberg, and the Lansdowne police came and they come and, uh, come and pick us up there. And so we went to court and they find two guns also in the house. And so we went to court and we were settled down everything and right, we're coming out of bail and that's that where we go. So I, I met this lady with the name of Martha. She was my neighbors in Menenberg. in the court, Eva court. We're staying still there. And so I met this lady. And after that, she went out and I was just coming down with crime. I, I, I didn't do a lot more crime because I was just in love with this lady and everything. And uh, after five years, after five years, we get married. And that is where I, I started a family. So my first son's name is Devon. He's 33 mm-hmm. years old now. My second son' name is Sebastian. She, he's sitting yes. right, beside,
0: right by you. beside me now. <laughs>
2: yeah. And he's 30 years old. And my younger daughter is now 27 years old. So the time when I was starting the family, that is where my life was changing. But mm-hmm. I never give up to smoke drugs or how can I say no, Sabela Dinombor and go to my friends. My present friends I go visit them where they were staying and then I just going on smuggling drugs and everything. That is now how I was living in Menenberg and I'm still living in Mannenberg now. And so uh my family did break up did break up mm-hmm. but I I don't want to change okay. uh, yeah, I don't want to change I uh, how can I say now it really has safety.
0: Yeah.
2: You don't tell me I'm telling you. That is the, the attitude I had with my mm-hmm. wife.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so so we yeah, so we break up and I went again to my friend in Year. And eleven days I was staying there and I thought to myself, no man, this is no man, this life is not worth it. So I went to Cape Town and I put me a store on where where I go buy things in and I sell it again. And one day on a Saturday, I was sitting by my store and it's just somebody that came in, but there's lot of people walking towards me. But this guy he just got a light on him. A, a kind of a bright light. Mm. But I didn't notice it was my son Sebastian. And he walks towards me. And he was coming looking for me. Oh, and he shit. stopped and he said, Daddy, I said, Sebastian. No, this cannot be you. He say, Yeah, Daddy, it's me. I say, Wow, but you got a bright light on you. What mm. I said, no, I did change my life.
0: Yes, he's got a beautiful story.
2: Yeah. Uh, and he told me he did uh, 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 change his life. He gave it over to to God. And I said, no, man, you're making a joke. I said, yes, daddy. But anyhow, I'm not going to keep you up. You must come home. Because anything can happen to you, and we don't know where you were or where you was. And so uh, he went, and I... Go back to Leventil. I go on with my things. Yes, selling uh, uh, smoking drugs and do everything what I want that is not right. And uh, so on a Sunday, on a Sunday, I went to Menenberg and I was knocking on the door and his mother opened up the door. But there is no action about Mm. You understand? So uh, she was just accepting me and I went in and she called Sebastian, Sebastian, your daddy's here. And so we were speaking and he told me, no daddy, that is not no, no more the life in the house. But I told him, okay, I'm, I'm not going to promise him. Maybe, maybe one day I will come. And he just say, daddy, want to la- like to come with me to church? And I was just laughing.
1: Mm.
2: Okay, that the Sunday I lunched there, and I went back eleven year. So the following weekend I was back again, and he told me, "Okay, Daddy, you are early. Come, let's go to church." And so we went to church, and uh, in the church, you know, for the first time, I went to church in prison. But that was that is only to uh, to get some something that I want, yes. but not to go listen to the word. In prison, you go to church when you want a knife, or you maybe want taha, or you want tobacco, or whatever you uh, you yeah. need from the other friends on the other sections. Mm. So, uh, yeah. So this uh, Sunday I was in church, and you know it was so nice for me to see how my son and my and my wife is praising the Lord. Mm. But I was sitting there and I was thinking about wow, how would it be for me to change my life? But you know, on the background there's a there's a voice that tells me, no, man, this is not for you. This is not for you. This is not for you. You're going to sit still. You're not going forward. And I was sitting still. And the church was out, and I went back. And we had a nice lunch that Saturday, and the week, uh, Monday morning, I I went back. So uh, before my my uh, marriage did break up, me and Sebastian, we both we smoked drugs together.
0: Yes. So he want to follow my footsteps yes, before he was yes, yes, that's no yeah. Case.
2: yeah he he, he wanted to follow my footsteps before he was getting safe. So I learned him. I learned him to Sabella the the Nomboonta. I told him, Come on, let's go. My friends where I was staying and we smoked drugs together, one can pipe, one step lolly and everything like that. But, you know, for the third weekend, when I come back and where I went for the second time to church, it's just there when my life was changing. And my life was so changed around that I couldn't believe it. Mm. When there was uh, uh, praise and worship in the church, how great is our God. Wow. And just just something come into me, into my body. And I think that was the Holy Spirit. And... uh, when I opened my eyes, I was in front of the altar call. And the pastor prayed for me and he asked me, brother, want to like to change your life, to give God a change in your life? And I think I didn't have other answer for him. Yes, because you just of, said to. He, he the, uh, said the Sunday before that, somebody spoke to me in my ear, no, this is not for you. But this Sunday... But other voice is speaking to me, and they say, "This is your time. This is your time." And uh, I just said to the pastor, "Yes, I want to give my life and heart to the Lord Jesus Christ." And that is where my life, life
0: started. And- oh, that is such a, that is so encouraging. But we're going to listen to the uh, Alana Vessels now, and her song is called "Keep Us." I think it's very apt for us to listen to that and then after the after the song we're going to listen to, after this track we're going to listen to the rest of your story and we're going to ask you a few questions of what are you doing now to try and prevent children and families to take the same road. So, um, thank you so much Ralph for being so transparent and honest and we are going to first listen to Alana Vessels by uh, with a song called Keeper. So just stay on the line and we will be back shortly. Good afternoon, good afternoon, um, we just want to thank you, um, can you hear me Ralph? Yes. Sorry, there's a very strong sound in the background again, I'm not sure what that sound is.
2: No, we're riding in a car now.
0: Okay, can you maybe just uh, uh, try and, uh, can you just give us a few minutes because it's now uh, taking over the sound. cannot hear you at all.
2: Uh, Is it necessary just for one minute, then you can stop the car?
0: Okay, sure. Thank you very much. Um, Much appreciated. But um, in the meantime, uh, we just want to say thank you uh, for joining us this afternoon and we just want to encourage while they're just going to uh, stop their car uh, we are going to just want to let you know that uh, Ralph has been so um uh, uh transparent about his life and we are so encouraged by his amazing story um and you know it it makes a difference of where we started it it's where we the journey that God has got planned for us, and you know um, it and this is such an encouraging uh, testimony of restoration doesn 't matter what your life looks like, but when god 's got a, a path for you and your family, it makes no difference. we can trust and believe him for this, you know, and the Lord just gave me the scripture, Whatever you do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. Knowing that from the Lord, you will receive the reward of the inheritance. And this is in Colossians 3, verse 23 to 24. And there's another scripture that really makes me... um, Think of what uh, what uh, Sebastian and Ralph are doing currently with their with their past. How they're navigating it and infecting and uh, giving people uh, families hope again of how to go forward. Um, with even doesn't matter what their past looks like. Um, it says also the Lord God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the work of your hands, and your joy will be complete so my 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 really my uh, take on having this interview is really to say come on you know we can still make a change and it doesn't matter what age we decide to to make the change but we all have a path that we can go forward let us see if Ralph and them have been able to uh, come to a standstill Ralph are you people there
2: Yes, yes, Okay. Yes, okay, so did yes. you
0: hear what I had to say? Okay, so yeah. we just want to uh, say thank you very much for joining us this afternoon. And, uh, yes, we just want to ask you, uh, what is it that you are doing now with this change? You and Sebastian have decided to take hands and you started this amazing um, organization, Hope. The reason why I love what you are doing, it says, helping others prosper everywhere. So what yeah. is it that you are, what message are you taking into uh, Mannenberg schools and into the different schools and the different uh, platforms that you are being used for um, at the moment?
2: Yeah, uh, Me and my son Sebastian, you know, I think it was nine years ago when uh, a school in Christian, it I did phone him and ask if we can come and speak to the children there. Because, you know, our, our, our coloured children now do, uh, this time of the year, they, they, they don't got respect for the teachers, they don't got respect for their mothers, no respect for their fathers. So uh, so my life was changing 12 years ago. And uh, Sebastian went to this school and he goes speak to them. And as he arrived at the school, he saw some kids that needed shoes school shoes, because some of them shoes were broken, some of them wearing tacky for their uniforms and everything. So, for that interview, when he came back, he told me, Daddy, I think we had to go in into this project because I see there's a lot of needs on the school. So I'm asking, what What did she say? No, it's it on behalf of myself. When he was a kid, he wearing broken shoes. He didn't have right clothes to wear because he was a naughty boy. And that is where his mother was putting out of the house, so he was going to live with his friends. And when his mother received him back at home, that is where his life was changing. But that day, he went to, to the school, and he was interviewed by the, by the principal, and he did see the need on the school. So he informed me ab- about it, and I said, son, if this is God that put this on, on your part, go with it. Yes. If you do this for yourself or you do this for people, don't yes. do it because you're going to crash. Mm. And he said, No, Daddy, I think God will speak to me and I must go with this project. And I think I was supporting him from the start. We know we first uh, went to two schools in Menenberg, Saunder End and Downwell. And that principle was the only two principles that give us a piece of paper with a stamp on so that we can go into trains and collect some money by the tins, go to bus stops, bus terminuses, and go uh, collect uh, some money in, a, a, in this uh, a little tins. So uh, the first year, uh, we were donating 12 pairs of school shoes. The second year, we donated 36 pairs of school shoes. The third year we was uh, donating a hundred and four pairs and so it just prospered and prospered wow. and prospered and went up. And the last year, I think how many per uh, school schools was? Forty thousand ren. Forty
0: thousand Wow. we did, did
2: go by schools by buccaneers. But you know that the, the thing is that when we was uh, uh busy doing this project, we was we were interviewed by uh Etlo News, The Voice, uh People's Post, the Sunday Times and that is where our our uh uh,
0: uh how can I say now we people came and partnered with you, came and joined you.
2: Yes, that is where uh they come up and then they just phone us and tell us wow this is amazing what you're doing and uh come mm, can only help me man can only help me and uh you know, there was a, a guy from Joburg. Uh, he's a pretty with a steel company. His name is Joey. And he got a steel company. And every year for five years, I think it's for five years now, it was just, he uh, was 10,000 rand every year. Wow. And yes, a lot of other companies also here in Cape Town also. It also come up. Till the day when uh, uh, we received a phone call from the boss of Buccaneers, and he said, I did listen to you on the radio. So we were on the radio, on radio Tigerberg, I think.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: so uh, he was listening to uh, to our testimony. And he said, now, man, come into my office. I want to speak to you guys. Peace. How can I help you? And so we went to him and we just speak to him. And he just said, don't worry. We're going to work something out for you.
1: Because Fantastic. this thing you are
2: doing, you're doing a great job. Fantastic. And uh, so we went on and went on and went on. And I told Sebastian, you know what? The devil is a liar. The devil wants to break this project down. Mm. Because we were donated with a bucky. Yes. Somebody was blessed with, uh, with a bucky from Radio Tiger Bird. The people that were interviewing us, they were asking Sebastian, what is your need? So he said, the only need we have is a vehicle. And I think it was maybe a week after that, they phoned him and told him, don't worry, we have a vehicle for you. Come, here's the vehicle. And we did go uh, collect the bucky and that is where we was just uh, go buy the shoes and we go deliver it for the people for free. We don't charge the people for delivery. And, uh, you know, I think it was now six months,
0: yes, six or, yes, seven, six, six or
2: seven or seven months ago that we stole our bucky mm. out of the yard. But God is so great. You know, God is so great. When He put that in the, in, in the newspapers, just people were just donating, 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 donating. And we're just uh, telling people we don't need thousands of ranchmen. We only need maybe if you can just donate a 10 rand towards a pair of school shoes. Or even if you don't want to make money, buy a pair of school shoes. Yes. And then we can do, donate it to those people that are in need for a pair of school shoes. And uh, so. The, the companies our sponsorships just come in and they donated and donated and uh we found uh our sponsorship from Joburg and it donated at again at, at ten thousand rand. And now we're sitting with the other vehicle now. Praise God, I can yes, give you so, all the such glory.
0: It's yeah, such I can news, just give so God all the glory. That yeah. is so amazing.
2: Uh, on on behalf of of, of the the, 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 the COVID nineteen, we cannot go into schools now. Mm-hmm. To go speak to children because we we are there to tell them they mustn't do drugs they mustn't go to into gangsterism that is not that is not the life look where i came from look where sebastian came from and we just encourage them just to go on and on and, and, on and go for yeah and go for the uh, the education yes. because without education you are nothing Yes. You are nothing. You, you can do whatever you want to do because today is it like that. If you don't get education, you don't get a job. Exactly. So exactly. That, that is the thing we, we encourage uh, the children. And the other thing that I was doing in Manenburg now, I think is now six years ago, I did, uh, I did put me a cycling club together where I can take children from the streets. They don't have to stand all day on the corners and see what the, the ugly people do, gambling and smoking Dachau and yes. all that. And I just pick them out of the crowd and say, come on, man, come on, come, on, let's take a ride, maybe to, 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 to Cargbae or to and Or And their mindset is changing by every stop. I stop with them, I talk about what the Lord Jesus Christ has done in my life.
0: Fantastic. And that
2: is the encouragement that I was doing with them. Within. And I can see that. I can see there is a change. Not all of them, but there is yeah, some but children the seed that is work. Counted
0: the seed is planted but it's very encouraging to think that you you were stealing bikes and then selling it and then god goes and uses that exact heart's desire and then goes and does it for good and now you have a cycling club so this is where i just want to encourage listeners and people out there you know go and do something with your past it's the way the lord can use whatever's happened in your past to help others going forward but we're going to listen to karen corkey now I am so ready. So maybe we are ready for change. Maybe we are ready to do something for our society. So we're going to quickly listen to this track by, um, excuse me about that. Sorry about that, guys. Um, And we will uh, uh, catch up uh, with the balance of the uh, interview straight after this. Uh, Ralph, thank you so much for your information and thank you for your encouragement. We really appreciate it. So we'll chat straight after this. Radio Cape Pulpit 729 AM with Renette Myberg. Finding God's truth for the way forward together. Renette Myberg on Radio Cape Pulpit 729 AM. Thank you so much for joining me on Radio Cape Pulpit 729 AM. We are so privileged to have Ralph on the line with us. And uh, they are the founders, him and his son are the founders of Hope Ministries. They're doing amazing work in the schools. And now they've started a cycling club where they are mentoring. They've not sat idle with all the lockdowns and everything. They're still doing something for the community. Still spreading the gospel and what I love about their story is the fact that restoration is always possible and the fact by the prayers of Sebastian asked to find his daddy and they found and they have found God in the process. So we just thank you Ralph, for your story. So let us just give us a few tips that we can Again, just get, uh, encourage family members that are struggling with a sibling, or a, a, a father, or a child that is struggling in the, uh, the path of the wrong path. How would what would you suggest and, and encourage them uh, right now?
2: Yeah, uh, I think uh, a change is possible because uh, you see, if God can do it for me and for Sebastian and for any other gangsterism or someone that come come out of drugs. And God can do it for us, Then God can do it for anyone. God is not the person that look for, for different kind of people. He say, come to me, and I will make your part right for you. So, uh, my encouragement for, uh, for the listeners that listen to my testimony is, we can do whatever we want to do, but without God, without God, we are nothing. We must accept the Lord Jesus Christ in our life so that we can make our part right. You know, there some people that go through a lot of uh, abuses, children that abuse their mothers, children that abuse their, their, their families, and everything. And they don't got the other way out of it because, you know, the mother and the father isn't there to give the children a father figure and a mother figure. Like, for instance, myself, I was for many years not a father figure, but I think for just 12 years when I accepted the Lord Jesus Christ in my life, I can say, Truly, truly, I am now a father in my house. Even my children, they are so glad. But my encouragement for the people out there is the change is possible. You can change if you want to change. Nothing is too hard for God. If you just look and listen to my testimony, and you know my testimony is so deep. If I'm, if I'm going on now and on, then we will end maybe after. Four o'clock, five o'clock this afternoon, but the time, <laughs> yeah, for uh for the time set. You know, uh, for me, is it like this? Our children need encouragement, and if there is not people out there that cannot encourage them or give them love or give them a hug or something like that, then they just do what they uh, want to do because lots of lots of lots of houses is not in order because sometimes if. If you can just understand what I'm telling you, lot of, of, of uh, fathers is in prison. lot of mothers is on their own. They don't know what to do. They've got maybe three, four children in the houses, five or six children, or one or two, but they don't know how to, 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 to go on with their life because the father is not in home. Now the children is out there to go and, and, and join a gang or maybe go out and smoking in Dachau on schools or maybe he got a pleasure because there's nothing in the house when he comes from school. There's no food in the house. There's no nothing to eat. Then he just go out and go uh, join a gang. So that gang boss out there, maybe don't give him every day, but there is a little bit that he was giving him. So he thought. Then he think about himself, no, man, I'd rather join this. But I, w- I, w- I want to tell them today there is a way it is not necessary to go join a gang because you put your own life in danger. You cut your own life short because even if you're smoking drugs, even if you're uh, smoking Daha, or whatever you do, you cut your life short. I mean, for me, I was smoking dra- uh, drugs while I think it was when I was 12 years old. I started smoking drugs and Daha and drinking wine. But you know, God had a purpose in my life. That's why he was carrying me through. And and for 12 years now when I was, I did accept the Lord Jesus Christ in my life. I can really, really say God is good and God is great. So for all the listeners out there, I just want to encourage you. Don't give up. Go on with the good work. No matter how your storm is, no matter how hot your storm is, on the end, on the other side of the storm, I'm telling you there is a way and God will make a way. No man, no human on this earth can do what God can do for you. So just be strong and don't give up. And my encouragement is accept the Lord Jesus Christ in your life and you will see how God will change your life forever and forever.
0: Ah, what a wonderful, blessed, blessed story. Thank you so much. And you know, funny enough, you're reminding me in Proverbs 14, verse 23, it says, all hard works Brings a profit, but uh, mere talk leads only to poverty. So the fact that you have worked hard, you are carrying reaping the, the the benefits of it. And we just want to thank you and Sebastian for the amazing, beautiful work that you're doing. Can you possibly just give us? Um, I'm going to actually read it to you because um, I know you are struggling with the, with the phone situation. So there is there is an email address. It's called Helping Other othershope at gmail.com. If there's anything that you want to know about them or communicate with them, possibly get uh, them to come and chat to you in your, your your community, please invite them. They are such an amazing um, uh, organization just to get in that encouragement and they will know exactly where... Hi, Renette. <laughs> Yes.
1: Hi. I just wanted to say something quickly. Sure. Sure. Uh, we we do go to churches to to see our testimony. And yes. we welcome the now since Radio Tiger Woods interview. interview uh, in 2018. We're working with the church in Kreifontein, Assemblies of God. They've been also supporting us with donations. They're filling up a ton every second month. giving us a ton. This is now for the past three years. Fantastic. Uh, we also work with churches to get the members discount for schools. Because we don't work in the schools now, uh, we got to go ahead from Buccaneers as possible. So we can help anyone with discount, any community, any members Fantastic. we can help get discount for school shoes.
0: Fantastic. Uh, so, so we are also
1: yes, yes, people can contact us who, and those who want to support us to raise more funds towards our schools because I'm working now on a 100,000-Rent project because of the, the, the layback for the two years that we had with the COVID. So, like uh, this morning, a, a school in Manambu called us to say that uh, there's children that need school shoes. But unfortunately, okay. we can't work in schools. It's no use. We're just going to give one school maybe five or 10 pairs of shoes and yes. the others don't. So, so this is the uh, as soon as things subside and the levels come down, we want to work on a 100,000-ren pro- project to give back to the communities that we are okay. in. Yes. And we are targeting over 30 schools now.
0: Fantastic. And different
1: communities.
0: Thank you, Sebastian. Thank you so much for all that information. So your number is 71 Am I correct? Yes, that's my number. Is that your number? That's my number. And then the email address is hope at gmail.com. So please, family and friends, I just hope that you were encouraged by this uh, beautiful, amazing, transparent story that, yes, we can make a change in society and we can do something. Our future, our past does not just determine our future. And that is exactly what this team father and son team have done is so encouraging so sebastian and ralph thank you so much for your beautiful testimony and we will definitely chat soon and um god bless you and your projects uh, and may the lord continuously use you uh to um uh, 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 uh for his kingdom um in time to come, so I just want you to stay safe, look after yourselves, and we will meet next time at the same time and uh, we're going to play out with overwhelmed big daddy weave by big Daddy weave. I think we are often get overwhelmed but let let 's hope that this uh, mess, uh, so, uh, track will um, help you uh, and uh, and that you can and then we are going to have uh uh Gilmer, stand it on straight after that. Thank you so much uh, everyone and God bless you and look after yourselves. Be safe and stick to the rules. Okay. Till next week. Thank okay. you. Bye bye. This insert was brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 AM. Please visit KPulpit.co.za